Sat on our hilltop terrace beneath a sunblind, gazing out at Roman Abramovich's yacht as it eased towards the harbour. A few feet away, Susie, Janet, and Tom were swimming in the pool, all three of them topless. Wee Jonathan was curled up in my lap, having chased himself into a sound sleep. There was a time when I used to stop and pinch myself to check that I was solid flesh and blood, that everything was real and that I wasn't playing the unknowing lead in a sequel to The Truman Show, with millions of viewers tuning in every night to update themselves on the soap opera that was my life. Not anymore, though. Now I accept the craziness of my existence without question. No longer do I contemplate how it came about, or lie awake wondering how long it will last. I'm Oz Blackstone, A-list movie actor, and I have at least ten years more if I look after myself before they start offering me old-guy parts. I have a beautiful wife, three beautiful kids, and three, yes, three homes. Until around this time last year, Susie and I thought we'd never leave our estate overlooking Loch Lomond. We're both loyal Scots and we'd always insisted that it would always be home base for us, no matter how exotic our lives became. But finally we were worn down by the arguments of agents, of accountants, and crucially of my dad, who told me that if he'd had the chance at my age, he'd have high-tailed it out of Scotland as fast as his sturdy legs could have carried him. If there had been any lingering doubt, it was all topped off by the proposal of the government of the day that people should be locked up without trial on the say-so of a politician rather than a judge. Who'd want to live under a regime that could even contemplate that? They had one in Iraq. Look what happened there. So, decision finally made, the next step was to decide where we would live. My career makes a place in Los Angeles more or less essential, but our tax people advised us against settling there. They offered us a choice between Ireland and Monaco. Did I say choice? Ha! <laughs> Enough respect, Dublin, but it took about two seconds to make that one. We went shopping on the Côte d'Azur and found a newly built villa with three public rooms, a study, six bedrooms and a self-contained apartment for Ethel Reed, the kid's nanny, and a small bungalow guarding the entrance to the property to be occupied by Audrey Kent, our secretary, and her husband Conrad, whose euphemistic job title is security manager. We didn't sell Loch Lomond, of course. I'll never do that, for all sorts of reasons some sentimental, others very practical indeed. But we decided that Monaco would be home base and that Janet, Tom and wee Jonathan would be enrolled in its international school. Tom is the newest addition to our family. He's my son by my brief second marriage to Primavera Phillips. He was conceived in its final unhappy moments, but Prim chose not to tell me about him. Indeed, she kept him secret from me until he was three years old, finally leading me to him by way of a merry dance of the kind only she could orchestrate. Not that she meant to. He'd still be unknown to me if she'd had her way. I like to think, though, that whatever had happened, I'd have found him eventually. And if I had, 
whenever it was, wherever it was, I'd have known him straight away. I'll never forget the first time I set eyes on him, in a roadhouse hotel in California, or how it turned my life upside down. Funny, my three kids each look completely different. Janet, her mother to the life. We Jonathan, the older he grows, the more he's looking like my dad. Tom? Well, he's me, no doubt about that. And if you look closely, you'll see Primavera's boldness in his eyes. But there's more. There's more. Only I'm not ready to deal with that. Not yet. My second marriage, I said. My first, of course, was to the lovely Jan, my soulmate. But you know about Jan, how we grew up together, then drifted apart.